With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Amen. Amen. Go, I speak with the tongues of men and angels and have not charity. I am become a sounding brass or tingling symbol. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I can remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, I have not charity. It profiteth me nothing. That was Corinthians 13, 1, 2, and 3. Amen. 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 The wonderful spirit. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. I read John three sixteen and 17. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Glory. Amen to God. This glory, God bless y'all. This morning, good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father God, for this day. We give you the glory, praise, and the honor for truly your word. Oh, God, your word, that you just would be, Lord. I thank you for your word, God. The truly spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has truly anointed me. He has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recover their sight to the blind, to release the oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. God, we bless your holy name. Thank you for your Holy Spirit, God. Thank you, God, for counseling me. In Jesus' name, first we repent and ask your forgiveness. Anything we've said or done, anything unpleasing in your sight, thoughts, God, stuff that you should have done, stuff you did, didn't know about it, just, it doesn't matter. It's unpleasing to you, God. We desire to ask your forgiveness for him to get back and right stand with you and believe without a doubt that we're forgiven through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name that whatever we ask, God, love is not a miss. According to your word, you shall fulfill it. You do it because you're God. And we want to say thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. To God be the glory. Good morning, everybody. This morning. Good morning. Good morning. Lord, for everybody. I am a little sleepy this morning. This might be a quick one. The Lord had me up, got me up 3 o'clock. And I don't remember when I went back. It seemed like when I... He finally released me to go back. It was the alarm clock just went off. So I thank for that. Last night the Lord gave me his word in Romans twelve and twelve. And everybody have your Bible, go to Romans twelve. 
Romans chapter 12, verse 12. Have your way, God. Thank you. Take the Lord. Rebuke him. We rebuke him. Jesus' name. We bind the hand of the devil. Loose the power of the Holy Ghost. All over the stone, for it is written, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Angels of God, Holy Ghost. Hallelujah, God. Have your way in Jesus' name. And nine, we also need to look at nine because chapter verses nine, Romans twelve, verse nine says, Love love must be sincere. Hate what is evil, cling to what is good. I'll go from nine all the way down. Be devoted to one another, but in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourself. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spirit fever, your spiritual fever serving the Lord. And this is Romans twelve and twelve. It says be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. The Lord said his people is one of our issues is we don't know how to be faithful in affliction. We 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 don't know how to be faithful in affliction. And the message Bible tells you, don't quit in hard times. You can quit without quitting. Amen, somebody. You can quit without quitting. Amen. You can quit without quitting. You just sort of sit down on this call. He said, I get up when I look stronger. I move on. But God says, stop giving up in your affliction. It's your hard times that you feel and understand and experience his strength. Amen, somebody. Rather, everybody. It's the hard times that you have that he's able to get your full attention. It's the hard times that you realize who you are, but most importantly, who he is. It's the times in the Bible that the patriots and the biblical society and apostles decided. It was the hard times that they realized that God it's a great God. It's the hard times that they found names for him that they didn't realize for Jehovah Shala, Jehovah Jireh, my provider, my healer, my deliverer. You know, it was the hard times that brought that name out of God's people. And it's the hard times that's going to allow us to move forward in him as ever before. It's the hard times. Through your afflictions, you don't know how you appreciate being happy until you've been sad. You don't know how you appreciate being healed until you've been sick. Amen. Had you not, had he not ever delivered you, you would not know that he said deliver you were healed. You would have heard it. I could have told you someone else would have told you, but he's not your deliverer until he delivered you out of something. Amen, everybody. Amen. Amen. Through our affliction that we realize who he is, how great he is, how much we need him, how much we appreciate him. So you'll always have trials and tribulations. Get yourself ready for it. Jesus had it as well. Mm-hmm. Stop getting weak and worried and frustrated. This is how you know it's affecting you. This is how the enemy knows that he's affecting you. This is how he knows that he's affecting this is how he knows that he's hurting you. If you're not happy, you know, you're not happy, something's wrong. You're just sad and moping. If he can get you to be sad and moping, he got you. He got you. 
he's grinning. He's laughing at you. This is what really helped me. When the Lord told me, he said, when you sad and moping and when you're walking around mumbling, he said, the devil's laughing at you. Aren't you tired of him? Don't you hear him? Do you want me to let you see him laughing? He's laughing at you. He's looking up laughing at you. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Listen to this. The devil is looking up laughing at you. He's not equal with you. He's looking up laughing at you. I got him. Look at it. Look at it. She's not happy. She's molten. I got it. That's all he wants, and you're giving it to him. Stop giving it to him. Let the joy of the Lord be your strength. That also shows you that you still got some selfish in you. Because things are not going your way, so now you're not happy. That's selfish. Unselfish is I don't care what's going on, how it's going. I'm moving on. It's not about me. It shows selfishness. Selfishness, and God's going to allow you to go through it until you get the selfishness out of you. It's not really right. I didn't get what I wanted then. This ain't right. I don't want this. I'm a mo- who are you? Who are you? Who are you affecting? Nobody. Because God don't care. He don't care. He don't like the murmuring. He does not appreciate your murmuring. He does not appreciate your sadness. Your 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 Adam no, like this. Don't nobody care. The devil don't care. He's happy. He's doing that for you to show that you're not happy. Something's happening that you don't like. That's selfish. Bear your afflictions. Take whatever comes your way and walk on. How would you like it? That's all you hear from me, Mama. Every time you see me down and out, you know, get up in the pulpit and preach and come back down and say, Lord, I ain't happy about this. And Lord, you know, I'm going to tell you what the Lord said, but you know, my marriage broke up. I'm going to tell you this, but I'm not happy. I'm going to tell you this. I don't have no money. I ain't going to pray for y'all get no money because I ain't got no money. Wouldn't nobody be on this line but me, and then I wouldn't want to be on it. Would you, would, you, would you like that? Think of how would you feel about me? How would you feel about my walk in Christ? Or would you even believe I have a walk in Christ or relationship with him that every time you see me, I'm, I'm just, I got an old car riding in 1999. I don't understand why the Lord gave me that. You know? Lord, I'm mercy, I tell you. I don't have no money. Lord, I don't know what it's going to do. You wouldn't want to follow that. Nope. There's something good to happen to me. Oh, I'm happy. I'm happy for that moment. I'm happy for that moment. But no sooner than that moment sees, I'm back to my old funky status. You got to know how to deal with your affliction. You not got to know how to not things, situations, circumstances affect affect your feelings. Feelings ain't got nothing to do with how you feel. I don't feel like getting up anymore. This morning, I sure did not feel like getting up on this call. It's not about our feelings. 
God says, people, Romans 12 and 12, teach them tomorrow. Read it to them. Be joyful in hope. Patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. We got to know how to be patient with the Lord. Be patient with him. Have some patience. Let him work it out. Amen. Amen. Have be patient with him. Prophets kept telling me over and over again about the man of God. God got for me. They said, you're fine when you're not looking. I said, I'm saying to myself, if I hear that one more time, I want to take a handkerchief, put it in the prophet or the prophet's mouth. I don't want to hear it, tie it in my mouth, put something around. I don't want to hear it no more because I don't understand. How could I find something when I'm not looking for it? How could I? When you're not thinking about it, I'm not thinking about it every time I do it. And finally, at that point, I don't think about it. I don't think about it anymore. I don't think about that husband. I really, I'm telling y'all, I truly don't. Because I got my mind on Christ. So you're going to dwell in what you got your mind in. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You're going to dwell on what you got your mind. Where your mind at? What you thinking on? What you thinking about? You can want it too bad that you don't ever get it because your mind is on it, not on Christ. He keeps those at perfect peace, those who keep his mind what? On him, on things, on man, on woman, on what child, on what? On him. This is how we keep our mind in him. When you dwell on the situation, you're going to live the situation. When you dwell on the Lord, you're going to live in him. You're going to be happy. You're going to be joyous. The joy of the Lord is our strength. You get in weight, what you get in weak, get some joy of the Lord. Be patient with him. Let him work it out and stop trying to work it out for him. Stop trying to figure it out. You want your mind to be strong in the Lord? Get strong in him by keeping your mind on him. Every time you find yourself thinking about something, oh shake it. Start the prayer in the Holy Ghost. I know I got visited by spiritual entity last night. I know it. Didn't scare me. Didn't bother me. I didn't care. I wasn't fearful. Nothing. It bothered me. I just couldn't go to sleep. I just couldn't go back to sleep. But I know God was in it. Amen. And in time you have peace like that, it's when it, the spirit is from the God. Amen. Amen. Surely Amen. The, Satan ain't going to send nothing up in here. Make me miserable in Jesus' name. I won't receive it. Amen. But it was okay. And I sat up for a while. Lord, what's going on? What do you want me to do? How do you want me to pray? I heard EJ coughing. I was like, do I need to go check on him, God? He said, send me out the Father in Jesus' name. So I'm sitting there waiting, listening. And the Lord starts to talk to me. He tell my people they don't know how to be patient in affliction. They don't know how to have my joy. They don't know how to be faithful. We've got to be faithful in prayer. Our issue that we have with God is we don't know how to be patient in affliction. And not a false patient. How you doing? Oh, to God be the glory, all is well. No, okay, okay. 
You can pattern that's what the woman says in the, in the Bible when she said to Elijah, she said to all this well, though her son was dead. But she said it because she knew and believed without a doubt that that man spoke her child into existence. Then that man, he was a man of God, first of all, to the point she had a new room built on her house for him. She knew what he spoke came to pass. Her husband was old. She didn't have no children. God woke his body up and parted and allowed him to plant a seed in her and that son. He said a son. See, back in those days, it was wonderful to have a son. I always wanted a son. I just wanted a son, just didn't want a daughter. I felt I had to deal with too much because of what I went through. See, that was me not knowing. I wasn't satisfied. I wasn't, see, I wasn't satisfied at that time, single and satisfied in Christ, who he created me to be. Because I'm a girl, why would I not want a daughter? I didn't understand the greatness, the happiness, the joy, shopping and doing things together and just, you know, putting on our lips together, wearing each other's clothes. And God is so gracious. He's so merciful. He's so wonderful. that He said, I'll allow you to have it anyway. And Christine, I wear her shirts. Christine, I, I, I put on one of her shirts and then... On my way someplace, I remember, oh, my God, I didn't ask her. I said, oh, no, I ain't going to just, I didn't ask her. So I called her. Now, not, not, failing to realize, you know, Rhea, or on my, on my way to such and such, oh, can I wear that blah, blah, blah shirt that you have? She said, yeah. She started laughing. I said, yeah, because I'm already in it. You know it, right? She's like, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know I was missing what I was missing out on. Because I didn't know, I, I didn't know God like that. He's so wonderful. He still allowed me to experience. So I can tell other people, if you're young, you have a baby, don't, don't, don't tell God you don't want a, a daughter. Tell him, don't tell him what you don't want. Thank him for what he's giving you. Say, God, show me how to raise her or him. Show me, Lord. But it's an honor. It's an honor back in those days to have a son. I still consider it an honor that God blessed me with a son. My reason was I said one. I said none, first of all. I didn't want no children. None. When I got married, see, he, he tricked me. He said it was okay until we got married. We got married. And, and you know, just one child, he wanted a daughter. One daughter, and did we have a son? I'm going, that's backwards. I should have known right there he was backwards. She wants the son and then the daughter. Said the son could look out for the daughter. Amen, somebody. Amen. Hey. See, I didn't have a relationship with the Lord. And though he didn't, I, I'm just, I married unequ- totally unequally yoked. Be patient. Why? Because I wasn't patient. I, I was being tormented in the house and I just couldn't take it there no more. So to marry and move away was my way out. And that's what I did. I got out. But Grandma said I went from the frying pan to the fire. That's what happens when you don't patient. You're not patient in your affliction when you're going through. Enjoy every day of your life. Enjoy. And Doug reformatted my book. The lady had to start from scratch, so she was charging me with $400 to start over again. I said, oh, Lord. I told her, I said, I have to get back to you. But when you're doing what God tells you to do, it's imperative that you do it how he tells you to do it. I text Brother Russell, Brother Russell, 
$359. She's charging Brother Russell. Pray because Brother Russell told me to tell her how to do it. But this is all she got to do. Up the point here, do the gutters here. And I'm like, wait a minute. She came back and she went down to two ninety nine. She said, Penny, I could do better for you. I'll do some better for you. Penny, I'll do two ninety nine. Guy said, Don't answer her. I didn't answer and went back and looked. She said, Penny, I can do a little bit better. I can do two fifty nine. I said, Okay. And I got a little attitude, went back and I was typing something and home girl said, Erase it. He said, Delete that. Don't you send that? And when I sent her, I still, Penny was still up in there. So she responded to me and gave me some information of what happened and how it happened. She said, it's my fault. I'll pay for it. I'll take it, Penny. I would pay for it. I wouldn't make you pay. So she sent me the two differences. There was a difference in the sample that she sent me, but there was a difference in my outcome that I got was smaller, but there was a difference in the large print that I wanted. And I just sent her back, and I just told her, thank you. Send me your invoice, and I'll pay it, no problem. And I said, I know you're just tired of me. She shot me an email with that. She said, Penny, please don't say that. I'm not tired of you. See, when things come, there's a reason how we take them. God is still purging. He's still getting that rest of Penny out of me. What is he trying to get out of you? When these people do something, I know it's wrong. I want to respond because I know it. I know you can't hide it from me. God said, I know you wrong. I know you were sinful. I know all my people were living in sin. They didn't know about me. But I still love them anyway. I still redeemed. I still came and gave my life. Jesus, I gave my life for her too. She's not perfect and you're not perfect. But this is going to help you to tell other people. Nora's writing a book about my life without Todd. He said, now you're going to be able to tell her, listen, look at your font. Make sure your font is big before you make, check this. I'm going to tell her what. I'm going to save her money. She's not going to go in like, God said, you're forerunners. You and Erica forerunners. That's what forerunners do. So go back and tell my people now. They must be joyful in hope. They must be patient in affliction. Teach them. That when the hard times come, don't get angry, don't get frustrated, don't let it annoy you, because that's life. Live it. That's life. Jesus said the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That's all he's here for. And he's here. He was here before you were born. He's still here. He's going to be here until such time as God's going to put him in bondage. Lock him up. He's going to be here. So you're going to have a choice this day. Are you going to be patient in your affliction? You're going to be joyful in your hope? You're going to be faithful in prayer or you're not? Choose you this day what you're going to do. When you see the same thing has happened over and over again and you act in the same way over and over again, that's a sign of insanity when you're doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different outcome. Getting upset with people around you, getting angry with people around you. Let me tell you, God's not pleased with that because you're having a bad day. Who cares about your bad day? You don't have a bad day because you allow yourself to have a bad day. 
You're only scared because you allow yourself to be scared. Because the word of God said, I did not give you a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and of a sound mind. You need to pray for a sound mind then. Stop changing like the weather and move with it instead. If it rains, put your umbrella up. Unless you just want to walk in the rain. You don't want to appreciate the rain until it's been a drought. You don't appreciate cold, cold weather until it's 80 degrees outside. Stop causing yourself to suffer unnecessarily. It hit me. I saw something in the spirit. Christina came in yesterday. Walked to the stands. The baby had his shirt off, you know. She probably thought, man, I was crazy. She was like, what? What the The temperature, it, it was 80 degrees in here. I was downstairs cooking. I had the air on. Eric's upstairs. Eric had his fan in the mirror room. Eric, don't you know? It's how you sound fine. She said, why did y'all turn down? She went straight to the air. She turned it on. God said, that's why my people are acting. They got the ability and the power to do it, but they're not. They're sitting back saying, I'm okay or I'm not going to touch it. Air was like, I'm okay, and I'm like, I'm not going to touch it. I I don't touch their air. Whatever they set the temperature, I set my body to that temperature, and that's it. I have learned to adapt myself. In any situation, I don't live in so many people's homes. Moved five times in three years, and each one's in somebody else's home. I have learned to adapt my body temperature to whatever they set the temperature. I don't touch it. If it's off, I'm going to live in it. If it's 80, if it's 50, if it's set, I don't care what it is. I set myself like that so I can deal with that because that's my life. Wherever I go, it's going to be something going on. I must adapt myself and get ready. That either God's going to tell me to change the temperature or he's going to tell me to go with the temperature of it. So I'm a different, you know, I just, it was okay with me. But I told him, I said, no, I'm going to be up here folding clothes. He said, well, turn the air on. I was like, well, I still didn't. He, he told me I could do it. I just didn't. Mm-hmm. What are we doing to ourselves? We're going through unnecessary things. The joy of the Lord is your strength. No matter what you're going through and how you're going through it, we need to have joy. Well, how could I be joyful when the doctor tell me that, you know, I got a fiber or two and I got this? Well, guess what? The devil can put anything on you that God won't take off you. He said, by Jesus' stripes, you're healed. So if we really get joyful, oh, my God, God, another opportunity for you, God, to be glorified. We don't look at it like that. We get fearful. we scared. The word cancer just traumatizes everybody. Got to be joyful in your afflictions. Be happy about it, God. I know you got me. Why? Because you have hope. You're being joyful in your situation. Why? Because you have hope. You have hope in Christ. You know he's going to do it. You have hope. Amen. Amen. There's a better place to live than where I'm living at right now. There's hope. I'm not going to rush myself. I told you, I'm taking my time. When my time comes, I'm going to do like King Hezekiah. I'm going to turn my face over and say, Lord, do you remember I did this? Now, could you spare me? Could you give me a little more time here, Lord? I don't consider myself to be tormented on earth. I'm not being tormented. I refuse to be. I'm not happy all the time, but I'm just happy about whatever comes. The devil's not going to change it. I get frustrated. I get angry. I get just like y'all. 
Even with this book, I got frustrated. I was like, wait a minute. Last, just last week, I'm not. Ashley, learn to pray. I feel myself get, but you feel yourself becoming frustrated? I think so. And God told me to enjoy every part of it, everything about it. God, what you talking about? I got to up and come up. I didn't have that in the budget. What should have cost me 400 cost me six something. And then turn around and end up paying $1,000 for something that really should have cost me $500. Got to do it. But Lord, do you see $1,005? Do it. What's wrong with you? When we, when it's my error, we're gonna, you're going to pay for it. Maybe someone else is have to pay, but this is a business. This is her business. Amen. I shouldn't expect her. She gave me a discount. She gave me a break. I shouldn't expect any. Why do Christians always expect something free? The Lord didn't pay for it. Yes, he did. Tell him, go, go get that, those coins. He went and he got those coins and he bring it back. He said, now, pay your taxes and pay mine. So you're not paying taxes, you're disobedient to God. You're skimming on your income. You're skimming on this and that. You're disobedient to the Lord. Amen. They say that after twenty five, twenty six thousand, how much they allow you, you owe taxes. If you're under that, you don't have to pay. If you go over that, you have to pay. So now you hide it. You shouldn't owe no one. You want to understand? You don't understand why nothing's really moving forward. But yet you owe this when you owe that. You have to owe nobody. Pay on it. If you have not, if you owe somebody, I don't care who it is, starting this day, start to pay something on it. Because you're out of God's will. And we said, if it's, if it's someone who believes in Christ, you're really in trouble. Or that's a big hindrance for you. Call them, you write a note, let them know. I left there not owing, I left there owing you such and such, and I didn't pay you. Could you please allow me to pay this amount monthly till I pay it off? Cannot get a service and expect the only thing was free was Calvary, and still we do pay. We have to give our life to Christ if you want it. It's something that you got to do. It's conditional. If you receive and you get it. If you don't, you won't. Very simple. He went through. One thing I used to battle with growing up, and I was like, I don't understand. Jesus suffered on Calvary for me. I don't have to suffer. But then I didn't know the word. He told he said, Opian Spirit. He said, I've overcome the world. I didn't know him. When you know him, about him, and know him, and have a relationship, you know, he suffered. He showed me. He took me and he showed me. The holes in his hands, and it's not. It was not. It's not there. It was not in the middle of his hand. That it was not. Those nails were not in the middle of his hand. I saw it, and it's not in the middle of his hand. It was more in his wrist, by his wrist. That's where it's at. And I saw things sticking out. I didn't know what it was, but little, little not bones, but little, little needy little things there sticking out. The time, that time I realized it. I realized he has showed himself to me. He suffered. And as long as we're on this earth, we're going to have trials and tribulations. He said, that's what you expect out of the world. We got to be a coverage. 
not of the world, we're just in it, walking through. To know this morning that we need to be patient in your affliction. Be patient in it. He was patient with you when we made the decision to go into it. Now let's be patient with him and let him deliver you out of it his way. So that'll be a good thing for you. Learn what you need to learn in it. Be patient. Be patient with the Lord. Stop grumbling and murmuring. God don't know what to do. You're spoiled. You're selfish. Spoiled in your selfish favor. That favor with God so long until you don't know what you just expect. See, favor can spoil you in a long way. What God meant to bless you, you used it to turn up against him. Well, you always let me have my way this way. No, when you're growing up, that was when you were young. Now you're older. Now I'm calling you. And when you accept your calling, you're going to have a different walk in the Lord. You've got to change. Because it's not about you. It's been not about But it's not about you. It's not about you. When you realize it's not about you cannot be in ministry without understanding it's not about us. It is not about us. So that selfishness, get ready, get, believe, purge out of you. Because it's not about us. God had to purge it out of me. He had to crush me. Do anybody on here want God to crush you? If if so, just say yes right now. Believe me, he'll do it. No. No. Amen. Thank you for the one amen. No. No. Oh, no. It's not. We must learn and understand that Jesus said, those who come after me were first. The first thing you got to do is deny yourself. Meaning, I can't have my way. I can't do it my way. I got to do it God's way. You got to deny yourself. Pick up your cross. What is your cross? Things you don't want to bear. Things you don't want to do. Things you don't want to say. Things you want to say, but you're not going to be able to do. And do what? And then follow him with daily. Daily, this is a daily walk. Amen. Teach Holy Ghost up in here. So if you find yourself getting out, found yourself, oh, him and heart, repent right now and ask God's forgiveness. Because that's a spirit of selfishness. That's a spirit of selfishness, having your way. See, when you get moody like that, then it shows I'm not going to be happy until I have my way. If anything goes wrong, I ain't going to like it, so I'm going to act like this. Think about it. You're pouting. I'm a pout. I don't care about you pouting. Matter of fact, you just caused your situation to be extended another day, another week, another month, or it could be another year. So how are you going to go through from this day? With some patience? You're going to be joyful in hope, and you're going to be faithful in prayer. In Jesus' name, amen, somebody. Amen. Amen. So, God, we thank you, Lord. I pray that you're pleased of how I allow you to talk to your people through me this morning. I pray that you're pleased how I receive this first for myself and help me to not get frustrated and aggravated when things, even about this book, they just don't come right. I got the patient and I got the part 
that no matter what, no matter what and how it go down, it's your book and you're going to do it. So now help me to get the other part, Father, in Jesus' name. And everybody on this phone, Lord, help us to understand that we're going to keep on going through the same thing over and over again. We're going to keep on going through the same test until we pass it, until we pass it. And here you say, well done. And God, we give you the glory, we give you praise, we honor, the honor. God, we still pray for her, God, Hugh Hefner, salvation. Still pray for Donald Trump's salvation and all the political party, God. We pray for salvation for him. Because that's the only way things will change is if they change in Jesus' name. I pray for Brother Russell, Father. Pray for Eric's mind in Jesus' name, God. I pray for Prophet Larry and his situation, Lord. Every person on this phone, God, I pray for them this morning, Father. Protect Brother Russell's heart in Jesus Christ's name. Cover with the blood of Jesus. No one can come to him unless they come to you, God, in Jesus' name. Do what you did with, to him with me, God. Put him, put, your, put him in your hand and then put your hand on top of him. And let close your fingers. Let nobody be able to come to him that you don't sin in Jesus' name. Remove everything that's not of you. And God, in Jesus Christ's name, protect them, Lord. That's your son. That's your man of God. God is so faithful. God, he's so faithful. He, I never met anyone on this earth who loved to pray the way he prayed. Who loves to just walk and pray and talk to you. And God, he believes every word that you allow to come out of his mouth. God, I praise you and I thank you for my brother. And I ask you to put the same protection you got on my life. Put on his in Jesus' name. That it would be said that it's better that a woman put a, a gun to her head and blow her brains out before she ever tried to attack him, before any Jezebel spirit tried to come his way, before any woman started to come his way. Only what you got for him. He's a kind-hearted man, God in Jesus. Name. He's a kind-hearted man. He's a true man of God. He's a passable ass. He's a Isaac God. He's about your business, looking up and seeing you. Don't let him see any woman until it is his wife. He see her, let she let her see him. And they come together, God, and they get married in Jesus' name as you desire that you may be glorified. Whoever she is, she got to accept his mother because they're a package. Come on, thank you. Teach up a hair hole. You go, that's Amen. a package. Amen. That's a package. They got to yep. accept new hope, freedom, Amen. and deliverance. They got to be there praying for him. They got to love unconditionally regardless. Yes. They got to be able to see him with other women, hugging yes. somebody, walking with somebody, praying for somebody. They won't touch that anointing on his life in Jesus' name. They can only increase it by praying for him in Jesus' name. Amen. Check and follow. Protect them the way you protect me. You got me like that. And I thank you. Now I got two brothers praying for me. Now now the man of God is going to have to deal with them too. Good God Almighty. Praise your holy name, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Once they make it through, if they can can make it through the house, husband Eric Neely, Jesus. Then they got to make it through my daughter-in-law. They got to make it through EJ. Good God Almighty. And I got to make it through this prayer partner. They got to make it through so many people, so many pastors. Yes, Lord. And if they do make it some way through that, God, they got to make it to you and through you in Jesus' name. So I'm full confident. I, I, I don't have a concern about what you have for me because what the enemy has, it's not going to make it. It's not going to make it through. 
Some way, somehow, it's going to get filtered through. Because like Brother Russell, I have a kind heart. I have a loving heart. Yes, I just so. like people. Amen. I just like people. God, we thank you. Hallelujah. What you did for Bishop, you're going to do it for this man of God. And every one of your men of God, every one of them that's single, God, if you desire them to be married, you're going to do it for them in Jesus. Now, thank you, Lord. I'm just sorry that Bishop was my spiritual father years ago that you would have showed me how to pray for him. Glory to God. I thank you for that man of God. I thank you for him. I thank you for him. Put him and his wife and their family in your hand and put your hand over him, God. And bless him real good. Protect him in Jesus' name. He traveled to come Thursday to bring a message. Lord, allow me to be there to hear that message in Jesus' name. He said he got a word for the God's people. And I remember the last time, Lord, close to cursing round about you. Allow me to be there. Allow me to be there again in Jesus' name. I want to hear. I want to hear. I want to be there, and I want to be there in time in Jesus Christ's name. I want to have my seat in the sanctuary with my ears open, my spiritual ears open, with my heart being ready to hear what dusted the Lord that evening on this Thursday, God. At 7 o'clock, glory God. Protect him, cover him, bring him in safe, God. We pray him in right now in Jesus' name. Touch our spiritual father, Lord. Touch your young man of God, Lord. Touch him, protect him, bring him on in. And then use him in Jesus Christ's name. And Winston Salem, go before him, God. Go before him, God. Go before him even now and make those crooked places straight in Jesus Christ's name. We glorify, we thank you, God. We thank you, God, for bringing him all the way. Lord, because if we don't know how to do things in you, and we don't know your way, then we don't know the way. We thank you that you've given us good spiritual brothers and sisters and prayer partners. Oh, shake him. I see in Jesus' name. God, we praise you. We honor you. We give you the glory. and We thank you for this day. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we ask and pray. Amen, amen, amen. I pray that everyone here, here with the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church this morning. Oh, yes. Because truly this is a message. This is a message from God to his people. Yes, yes. Receive it and walk in it and learn how to be patient in your affliction. Yes. Because trials yes. and tribulations are going to happen. Be patient. Yes, Lord. Wait for a wife. Be patient. Wait for a husband. Be patient. Yes. Amen. Amen. Be patient with it. Yeah. Yes, Let God work on us. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.